0: Body Podcast, and we are going to talk about a great topic today, something that catches my eye quite often. Whether it's in a newspaper article or something on television or someone posts it on Facebook or social media, I often hear things about these fat-burning foods. Have you ever seen that as well? Well, consuming certain foods can definitely lead to a reduction in body fat, and when a person adds these fat-burning so-called foods to their diet, they can burn fat and lose weight over time. But I think there's a little misconception that fat-burning foods are something that you eat, and then when you swallow this food, it's somehow gonna sizzle the cellulite right off your body. (laughs) That's what I think about when I think of people telling me they're gonna eat more fat-burning foods. It's like, well, what is a fat-burning food? Is it actually going into your body and dissolving the fat? Well, we're going to talk about all of that today so we can make sure we understand what that means, is that accurate, and what foods might actually be these foods that will benefit your waistline, all of that, after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Consumer Reports on Health magazine, a great article called Safer Food Packaging. Very interesting topic, in my opinion. So, recent Consumer Report tests of more than 100 food packages from the United States restaurants and supermarkets found evidence of per and polyfluoroalkyl substances, and they give it a little, um, uh, the letters of PFAS, that stands for the per and polyfluoroalkyl substances, and they were in many items. Now, these included paper bags for french fries, wrappers for hamburgers, molded fiber salad bowls, and single-use paper plates. Now, previous Consumer Report tests found that PFAS in drinking water and bottled water were in that, too. In recent decades, exposure to PFAS has been linked to a variety of problems, such as immune system suppression, lower birth weight, and increased risk for certain cancers. One of the main concerns about PFAS is how long they last. In fact, they're often called forever chemicals because they break down extremely slowly If ever, and prior to the Consumer Report investigation, McDonald's had announced that it would phase out PFAS by 2025 and Chick-fil-A, Nathan's Famous, and Restaurant Brands International, which owns Burger King, Tim Hortons, and Popeye's, they publicly committed to reducing PFAS in their food packaging after learning of Consumer Reports investigation. Just a little side note, you guys, the fact that McDonald's says that they're gonna phase it out by 2025 sort of pisses me off, I'm not gonna lie. Now I understand it's probably a huge process for them, but that's three years away. And so people are basically consuming their foods that have this chemical, a chemical that is known to have impact on our health, and they will be phasing it out. In three years or by three years. I personally I don't think that's soon enough. Now these are positive steps by all means that companies are going to go in that direction. And there is added hope that other fast food chains do the same. Now they say in the article that your food shouldn't come with a side order of PFAS. When you pick up takeout, at your favorite restaurant. And Consumer Reports has also launched a petition calling on Arby's to publicly commit to stop using PFAS in its packaging. This chain had some of the highest levels of total organic fluorine, the simplest way to assess the amount of PFAS in a product in the tests. Now, for more on PFAS, including advice on how to avoid them, you can definitely go to consumerreports.org and check that out. But safer food packaging is obviously essential if it contains chemicals that are impacting people's immune system suppression. It's impacting birth weights and even certain cancers. Like, to me, those foods, it, all of that should be pulled off the shelf immediately. Why should we have to wait three years? I mean, if you think about how many people read that Consumer Report article and how many people listen to my podcast versus the majority of people who are going to McDonald's, it's very few. So they're not going to know that they probably shouldn't be eating that food. So in my opinion, it's just one more reason not to go eat fast food. Because not only is the food generally pretty low quality and unhealthy, but now you're finding out On top of that, it's also packaged in harmful chemicals. So be really cautious when you go to these kind of places. Maybe you can commit to stop going to these kind of places because in my opinion, there should be a ban on anyone going there until they resolve that issue. So something to think about by all means because always we want to keep our health in check. Now, in talking about health, let's talk about burning fat. It sounds like the most amazing thing. Like, I'm going to go burn fat. And I remember there were so many days and times or this workout is the highest burning workout and it always just sounded like I said earlier like okay like that's gonna sizzle off my cellulite like it's fat burning right like I'm gonna have no more jiggle in the middle and I'm gonna have no more jiggle on my booty because all of my fat is gonna get burned off when I do this workout and now more and more I see all of these ads and articles and people talking about fat-burning foods. And again, I have this vision of it just sucking the fat right out of the body, right? Like, you're going to eat this, and all of a sudden, you're going to have a six-pack because you just burned all that fat by simply eating this food. Well, what do you think, team? Do you think there's really such a thing? Well, I want to talk about it because there's definitely some foods that help our waistline, but I want you to understand how they're doing it. The term fat-burning foods, it may apply to those that produce fat loss, and they do this by stimulating metabolism. They do this by reducing appetite, and they do this by reducing overall food intake. So in my opinion, these foods are helping weight loss, which is great. And when you lose weight, you're often (laughs) losing a significant amount of fat, right? So that is what is really being talked about when they talk about fat-burning foods. And just so you know, today's information is coming to you from Medical News Today and Healthline as well. And there was so much talk about certain foods that, again, have the fat-burning qualities, but then these articles definitely talk about the fact that it's more of an appetite reducer. Um, and when we decrease our appetite and we take in less food, and when we eat certain foods that might stimulate metabolism, we are going to lose weight. And when we lose weight, we're generally losing fat at as well. So that's really what's going on. So don't think that when you pick up the nuts that are a fat-burning food that then when you wake up in the morning, your fat around your belly is going to be gone. <laughs> It's not quite like that. And yet at the same time, I want to talk about some foods that do stimulate metabolism, because there are certain foods that are going to help these kind of things, such as chili peppers, oddly enough. Um, They might actually have a larger impact on metabolism than a whole lot of other foods. And again, eating these foods may in fact help you lose some weight. So I definitely don't have a problem with that. Um, certain foods also like nuts, they can offset hunger for longer periods. Why do you think that is? Well, they actually have a great amount of healthy fat in them. So it's kind of funny that they're on the fat burning list because they have fat in them, but they're two kind of different things, right? That fat macronutrient in your food versus fat that you're thinking about on your body. But nuts are awesome because they fill you up. And a lot of foods that are high in fat satiate you, filling you up. And that means you're less inclined to take in more calories from other foods. And so it is another thing that people have done research on that shows that people who eat nuts tend to lose weight. Again, that's a huge generalization because if you overeat nuts, you can definitely gain weight. But let's talk about some of these foods, because I think they're healthy, and I think they're nutritious, and I think they're important, and if they're going to help you lose weight and give you the feeling of fat burning like crazy, then let's go for it. Now, the very first one on the list is what we just talked about, nuts. Nuts are so nutritious. They're high in protein, and they're really high in healthy fats. Now a lot of people tell me, oh, I eat nuts for my protein, and that's great, there is protein in nuts. But just so you know, there's more fat in nuts than protein. So it's not something that you can eat unlimited by any mean. But Nuts definitely do offset hunger for longer periods because when you eat something with protein and fat, as I said, it's incredibly satiating, makes you feel very, very full, and that's a good thing. Now, there was a study in 2011 in the Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism, and it found that including nuts in the diet over 12 weeks led to improvements in diet quality without any weight gain. So again, Sometimes if you're feeling that hunger pang, but maybe, like, you don't want to eat something unhealthy and it's not really dinner time yet, grab a serving of nuts. Just make sure you don't grab more than a serving because, as I said, if you eat too many, you could potentially gain weight. Now, the next fat-burning food, as I use my quotation marks in the air here, is oily fish. Fish is a, a super healthy food. Like I love when my clients eat fish. I personally love when I eat fish because I don't cook fish. So that is something I need to get on, but I just haven't. So my husband is the one who cooks fish or it's the thing that I always order when I go out to eat since I don't have it a lot at home because I don't cook it myself. Fish contains that vital omega-3 fatty acids. And oily fish, such as salmon, they are particularly high in long-chain fatty acids that are difficult to get elsewhere. Fish are also super high in protein, and they definitely have a lot of that healthy fat. So what do you think fish does? Well, high in protein, high in fat, it's another food that offsets that hunger. And when we no longer feel hungry, we stop eating. And we generally stop eating the bad foods too, right? So have you ever sat and you're like, oh, I'm super hungry right now, so you go and you grab a bag of chips? I generally think people do this because it's just, it's easy to grab, right? But maybe you hadn't had lunch yet, and if you just sat down and ate something with high fat and protein, it would have filled you up a lot sooner than that bag of chips. Like, you could probably go through the whole bag of chips and never feel full. Carbohydrates are never going to make you feel satiated the same way that protein and fat do. So, super important, those first two, we've got nuts and oily fish. They're fat burning, so they say, but now we're understanding what that means. Another food that they have on the list is yogurt. And yogurts can definitely vary in their nutritional content from brand to brand, right? So, it is important that you understand that you should always read the label. Plain yogurt. And my favorite plain yogurt is a Greek-style yogurt because they generally say it is the most healthful. It contains a variety of vitamins, minerals, and probiotics, which are so great for your body. And yogurt also contains different types of protein, such as casein and whey. And there was a study in 2014 in the Nutrition Journal, and it showed that eating high-protein yogurt can have benefits for appetite control, offsetting hunger once again, and lowering that overall food intake. Now I will say this, if you're eating yogurt for the sake of trying to offset hunger, then you would want to make sure that was a low-fat or full-fat yogurt. Because again, it's the higher-fat foods that are going to make you feel more full. If you are a follower of me anywhere on social media, you've probably seen me talk about the Eagle Shake. It is my real food protein shake that I have just about every single day. If you want the recipe, I have a free recipe book for it right on my website, just go to earnthatbody.com forward slash protein shake, or it's even right there on the homepage, and I will send that to you. Now, in the Eagle Shake, I want you to know that I generally say non fat yogurt. The only reason I use non fat yogurt in the Eagle Shake is because I get so much of my healthy fat in other foods during the day. And so I don't need to get it in my yogurt as well. I eat like a half a avocado every day. I eat peanut butter. I eat almonds. I eat walnuts. Um, I have low fat milk. All of those have so much healthy fat, which is so good for me. So I limit my fat intake in that Eagle Shake, but you don't have to by any means. And when we're talking about fat-burning, so-called foods, you might want to make sure that your yogurt actually has a bit of fat in it. Another food on the list, they talk about split peas. Now, peas are high in vitamins and minerals and fiber, Fiber always makes you feel full, right? And they also contain complex carbohydrates, and that makes them a great source of energy. Split peas contain protein as well, and guess what? That also helps offset hunger. And a 2011 study that appears in Nutrition Journal explains that the protein contained within split peas has a greater impact on reducing hunger than whey protein from milk. So there's one I got to get on. I can't tell you the last time I had split peas, but sounds like a good one that we can start incorporating into our diet. The next one is a fan favorite, if you're me, (laughs) eggs. Eggs are so rich in vitamins, rich in minerals, and other nutrients that are so important for our health. And report from American Heart Association, the AHA have said that they are high in cholesterol, but everyone, guess what? There's no evidence to suggest that eating cholesterol causes high cholesterol. That is no longer what they think. So long, long ago, they were telling people to not eat eggs and not eat the yolk because there is too much cholesterol in that food. But the new evidence says... Eating cholesterol is not what's causing high cholesterol in the body. So don't be afraid to eat the full egg, all right? Eggs are such an excellent source of protein. And once again, they have fat, they have protein. So what do they do? They control appetite. A study in the nutrition research found that eating eggs at breakfast had a positive impact on controlling hunger and food intake later in the day. So I am a... Egg eater. I am a daily egg eater. I have one egg and one egg white every single day. All right? And honestly, I don't feel a lot of hunger in my day. I also eat every two to three hours, so I stay on top of that. But I definitely love my eggs. The next on the list, we briefly talked about it at intro, was chili peppers, which is kind of an interesting thing to to say that it's a fat-burning food. But chili peppers contain a chemical called caps i I don't even know how to pronounce it capsaicin c-a-p-a-s-a-i-c-i-n capsaicin that's how i say it all right (laughs) and that actually has benefits for weight loss now a 2012 systematic review published in the journal of appetite shows that that chemical may increase fat burning and reduce appetite so these effects may help lead to weight loss I will say this, my husband makes incredible Thai food. He is a wonderful cook. Um, a lot of you guys ask for his uh, recipes, and here is it's like one thing I have to tell you. I mean, his food is absolutely outstanding. And if someone wants to cook for me, I'm not gonna complain, but it's not sodium free. <laughs> I don't even want to say that it's I it a lot of his food is definitely healthy, but it's not sodium-free. So you guys ask me for the recipes and I'm always like super hesitant because I'm like, "Ugh, eh, it's loaded in sodium." But other than that, I would what I wanted to tell you is he makes a lot of Thai food and it's very spicy generally. He loves to use a lot of peppers and in all kinds of spices. My husband's not happy unless he's sweating while he's eating his food. So I find that when he makes his super spicy dinners, I can't eat the whole thing. Like, And I can, trust me, I can clear a plate. And when he makes this super spicy food, like just the other night, like I left half of it over and I was happy to wrap it up and have it for lunch the next day. But it is kind of proof that super spicy foods from chili peppers, they do sort of make you feel full. So if you're someone who's always starving, Maybe add some chili peppers to some of your food, and maybe that will help, all right? Next on the list, coconut oil. Now, coconut oil contains a very high level of medium-chain triglycerides, and this is a specific type of fat that may have a range of health benefits. There was a meta-analysis from 2015 in the Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, and they found that these medium-chain triglycerides could lead to weight loss, however, more studies are needed to confirm the results. And many scientists believe that medium-chain triglycerides can increase energy consumption and reduce fat stores. So another good one. Again, it is not something that you have unlimited because coconut oil is high in fat, but it can definitely have a healthy health benefit for you. Then there is green tea. It's such a great source of antioxidants, and they say it could have several health benefits. I say could or may because that's the truth. Like, There's still a lot more studies that really need to be done to really verify everything. But one of the benefits they talk about with green tea is weight loss. There was a review done in 2012 in the database of systematic reviews, and they found that green tea consumption led to weight loss in adults who were overweight or obese. The amount of weight loss was small, but consistent across the different studies. So I wouldn't go thinking that drinking green tea every day is going to be why you lose weight because let's face it, we know how to lose weight. It has to do with how many calories you burn versus how many calories you take in. It has to do with stress levels. It has to do with sleep. There's a lot of variables involved. So to just say drinking green tea is going to help you lose weight, mm, not likely, but there might be something to having a cup a day. um, And maybe, again, just sitting with a hot cup of tea does what? It might fill you up. And when we feel full, we generally don't eat a lot of other foods, especially the unhealthy ones. So green tea is certainly not going to hurt you. Just know I wouldn't drink it before bed at night because it definitely does have some caffeine. And there you have it. All of those foods are doing what? They're generally suppressing appetite or rather making you feel full. They're full of healthy nutrients. None of those foods are unhealthy, right? Now, a lot of supplement manufacturers out there will suggest that they have a fat-burning pill, right? Well, let's face it. If there was such a thing as a fat-burning pill, we would have all taken it already and there would be nobody overweight out there. No one would have fat. We would all have the pill. Oprah Winfrey would have touted the pill a long time ago, right? There's no supplement out there that you are going to take that is going to burn fat. There's no magic pill like that, all right? It's just, it doesn't exist. But what we just learned is that there are a number of foods and beverages that may modestly increase your metabolic rate in addition to making you feel more full. So if a food helps your metabolism and fills you up, you're more likely to lose weight, right? And in that case, you are more likely losing fat on your body. So that is pretty much why they are calling these foods and drinks fat burning. And that's a real marketing gimmick, in my opinion, because as I said, to me, you tell me this is a fat-burning food, I feel like I can just eat it and sit there and just let it dissolve all the fat in my body. (laughs) That's exactly what I think the majority of people think is going on. But at the end of the day, that's just not how it works. Eating healthy A balanced diet that is sustainable is the only way you're ever going to lose weight if you combine that with balanced exercise. And I always like to reach out and say balanced exercise because a lot of people think they have to work out super hard every single day for one to two hours, always if not more, taking one cycle class and then going into the strength class and then doing the yoga class because that's the only way they're going to lose weight. But it's not true. That's actually so much stress on your body that if you are that person, it's probably why you're struggling to lose weight. So just keep in mind these fat-burning foods are super healthy, and I would love for you to include them in your diet, but there is so much more involved in burning fat and losing weight. So once again, the Earn That Body Podcast is always here to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information that you can put into play right away. And this was a quick one today, but I hope that it helps you, and I hope that it makes you realize that most of those things are just a marketing ploy to get you to read the article or buy the food or buy the supplement to help you burn that fat. But at the end of the day, only you can do it with balanced nutrition and exercise. Have an awesome week, team. I will talk to you next week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.